Welcome to the 10 Minute Life Lesson Podcast. I'm Jay Cleveland Payne. When this timer hits 9 minutes and 55 seconds in this recording, you'll have a fully developed life lesson that you can take with you and begin immediately implementing. The podcast falls under the umbrella of my greater personal development efforts, all under the Your Better You brand. For information on accountability coaching or to gain access to tools, tricks, or life hacks, visit yourbetteryou.info. Thank you for joining me on the journey today. Now, here is this week's life lesson. Something that I'm slowly working into and something that's been told to me by many people who I've talked to after my situation of losing my radio job is that my routine would be something that would be a blessing and a curse. Being a person that can manage themselves on routines is a blessing, but that routine instantly going away becomes a curse. Although the routine I was maintaining was insane, not having it turned into a problem fairly quickly. I did a couple things to make sure that it wouldn't escalate too fast, but after a while, things catch up to you. Longtime listeners of this podcast and any of my podcasts know I often talk about the insides of what I'm going through in the business, and the business as it was was not meant to support a family, and so I didn't worry about that. It took care of itself. Now it has to take care of car notes and house notes and food bills, so that's a total thing in itself. And so while trying to find ways for this thing to expand, I also have to find ways to worry about the rest of my time that's being productive and hopefully earning some cash in the process. And that was something that took a while to really catch up to me, although the tediousness of not having a routine was one thing. The weight of not having a routine and not having something that seemed like it was deemed worthy was a total another issue, oddly enough. So I had to go through the full set of a real process. I do processes to work out processes to really get to a point where I really had some sort of workbook routine, something that could take in all the things I was doing, not be on the insane level that I was doing when I was working full time or over full time, but at the same time, manage to take care of all the things that needed to be taken care of still, things that I now had magical time for, and to put in the extra effort to actually have a real job search. Because maybe the true thing I need is just a different job. I just have to wait for that job to appear and be ready for me. And if it's not ready yet, then I've got to do something in the meantime to keep myself sane and keep the lights on. So I came up with a fairly simple process, that's what I do, for keeping myself in a stable routine when my major routine, my all-encompassing routine, instantly went away. Essentially, putting yourself back into action with other things when the thing that took up most of your time is no longer an option. I no longer have a place to go to at that building, so going there is a useless thing, but I had other things that were able to do and other things that now needed to be done. So I took this into a four-step process. The first one that you hear me talk about often in these things is making a list. And you'll hear me talk about this as I talk about your goal setting, goal planning. It all comes down to making a list of goals and things that you want to do. Same thing applies here. Although it wasn't necessarily things that I just wanted to do, because I was free with time, I now had time to do a lot of things that the excuse I don't have the time for no longer existed. Because all things being equal, if the only thing keeping me from doing something was I was committed to something else, that commitment being gone meant I had an open commitment to other things. I now had empty time on my schedule. 
And ironically enough, because the schedule was intermittent with a lot of hit and miss things, there were large gaps all of a sudden appeared that in the past were taken up by little short slats of things and then open spaces where I filled with other stuff. Now I had large slats I could just use in great detail. So I took three lists, or I made down three lists. One list was all the things that I now had the time to do that needed to be done. Another thing was the list of all the things business-specific related that I could now expand on or at least catch up on because it was a secondary thing to my main job. And I had a third list was the things needed to do for looking for a job as opposed to just sitting down, putting on applications and hoping things come back, tracking, keeping up with those things. Those three lists encompass all the things that I had going for me to put into my new routine. I took the three lists and I looked at a calendar. I looked at my time and looked at my now open time and was able to see large box times where I could put in things that encountered a lot of time to work on. So now I could schedule good chunks of time for exercise as opposed to hitting here and there, here and there, and maybe getting to the gym if I wasn't tired after a long stretch. Scheduling family time was easy now that I could actually schedule it as time as opposed to wait until an open block showed up and then go do something. If there were things out there that the family could go and do, we could look ahead in the calendar, we could put it on the schedule, we can make arrangements around that as the main point as opposed to some other emergency coming in and interrupting it or having to not do it or leave the event because interruptions happen, emergencies happen. That was a big thing I had at radio where something would go wrong while I was out someplace and I had to go back in the middle of the fun time with the family to go fix something. It took a moment to learn how to see my day as blocks of time as opposed to long stretches with intermittent things that had to be ticked off at certain times. I could see a morning as a large block of time, an evening as a large block of time, the weekends as times on their own as opposed to filling them with individual things. That was just a curse of the job, if you will. But because I could see these things as large chunks of things, I could easily schedule where I would work a certain amount of time on one project, give it full time, full attention, and then turn to some other project as opposed to the multitasking. Work five minutes on this, five minutes on that, five minutes on this while things were batching. I could really work on focused things, which helped out a lot in the process of the switch. After I initially blocked things off, I got a chance to be specific in certain things. I planned on and scheduled time to do my morning exercises. And it worked out because my schedule allowed me to drop my daughter off to the summer program. And next door to the summer program was a high school with an open track. And that meant I can go straight from dropping her off to getting that done. It was scheduled. I could schedule in time in the afternoon specifically for recording the podcast. I had so many hours to work on recording so much stuff while I had the... I had, the, I guess, the luxury of sitting in a studio and whenever there was open time, going down a list and seeing what could be done. I don't have that, per se, as everything's set up. So I could take the time to schedule time to set my things up, do the recording, and I can edit it within the windows that work there later. That's something that worked for the work part, something that worked for my personal part. And for the job part, there's only so many things you can do and so many applications a day that's going to make any difference. So once I hit a milestone that I'm hit to, meant to hit, I could give up and move on to something else productive, already knowing what it was, and not feel bad because I wasn't doing the job search actively. The most important part about the whole scheduling in a nice new schedule was that because I saw the open times and because I knew generally how much time things took, I could schedule time for non-time. For flexible time, 
for times where things go wrong and can stretch things out, for times when something can fall out of place and then move things around to get them fixed. The same principles apply to working in broadcasting where certain things must be done by certain times and some things take longer than others, but you have to basically time them so that the right time for them to get done is the right time. That's how my schedule now worked. There were so many things that I wanted to get done and so many things that I had the possibility to do, and then something would get in the way or an opportunity would come to do something else, and I'd have to switch things around. Because I could see my time in the schedule and see my actual time, it was easy to see that flex time where I can move things around or I can have a designated lull time, and that allowed me to move things around as best scheduled for whatever would happen, best possibilities, as you will, working out in those ways. The step is the stumbled upon step, and that's testing out to see how well it works. Because as I tend to do, jump in with something and just assume it's going to work and then deal with the aftermath. That's what I did with my new schedule and found that certain things needed to be flipped, which was a good thing because I planned out the flex time to make things happen and make things move around if need be. So I basically had to test a new schedule to see how well it worked. It took about a week to schedule in a general idea what I was going to do so I could work out, I could look for work, I could work on the podcast. Everything worked out on its own, but it did take time to make it work. And so don't expect it to be perfect once you put it down on paper. Be prepared to scratch some things out, erase some things, and over-cement things, if you will, to make things work better. I was cursed with my loss and my routine with the losing the job, but I'm also looking at it as positive of being blessed to do a whole lot of new things that I'd never had the actual time to do. But the real blessing was finding out how to make those times work out. Hopefully this process I'm laying out to you can help you just in case you're stuck in the same jam in your life. Thank you for listening to the podcast and thank you for just being you. I know that I've had to do a lot of soul searching as I'm in an actual good time of transition, although the transition itself may not have been great at all times, but a good time for transitioning into my new roles and taking on more responsibility for myself and my business work. But thank you for putting up whatever transitions or sometimes non-transitions you're having going on and just being you, taking it day by day, surviving, knowing that there is a better you to be become, better you to have, and even if you're not working on it actively some days, at least thinking about it and planning on it and working your plans to make it happen in the future. So thank you for that. So how can I help you work on that? Well, hopefully in this podcast, the 10-Minute Life Lesson Podcast, you'll be able to take this life lesson here, although it's meant specifically for what I had to do when I had a job layoff, so I had instant free time, but can use the lesson for today on making sure how to deal with a instant loss and turn it into a new way to reschedule with the, the loss of your actual old schedule. Sorry for being convoluted on that one. Hopefully you can use this lesson today, which I gave to you in less than 10 minutes or any lesson within the entire catalog, of the 10 minute life lesson or 10 minute life coach that is quick and easy to digest and easy to take on. And of course, listen to future episodes as well. We also have another podcast, 90 seconds of quick information, which is steps your better you. And you can find information on both podcasts at the home for your better you, your better you can email me directly dealing, dealing with things for this podcast and this movement by 
emailing yourbetteryouinfo at gmail.com. And, of course, yourbetteryou.info is a home for all things I have working under my personal and professional development brand. I hate calling it a brand, but that's what it is. So you can go to the website and find ways that we can connect so that I can help you with coaching or any type of things to get you going. Accountability coaching, one-on-one personal coaching, group coaching, anything that I can do to help you out, hook up with me. We'll see what we can do to make things better. I'm working on a better me, and one of the things that helps me be better is helping other people work on their better use. Email me directly at jclevenpain at gmail.com or check out my main website, jclevenpain.net for hopefully better updates and better updated website information there, but a way to keep up with all the encompassing things I have going on. Make sure you're subscribed to this podcast. I'm assuming that you, and I am making a big assumption that you are a listener to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast so that whatever your favorite podcatcher is, it comes there automatically. You can get this every single week as it comes down and share the podcast with other people looking to improve themselves. Even if they're not so much podcast listeners, I've spent some time today, oddly enough, sharing other podcasts with people that were that I fell in love with that I believe they would also fall in love with as well, and they weren't necessarily podcasters, so they'll look for it and they'll see what that goes from there. Growing the family takes a little work and effort, so I'm asking you to help us out with a little extra work and effort. You can also... Uh, Contribute via Patreon. That's patreon.com slash jclivenpain. But basically, I just need you to listen to the podcast and share with other listeners to the podcast. And that means being here next week for another, we'll say great edition. We'll all we'll toss it out that way and, and be speak up for that route. Another edition of the 10-Minute Life Lesson Podcast brought to you by yourbetteryou.info.